there is no winter in yeah. the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, that's why it's good here. That's why I don't that's ever why, want to fucking leave here because that's why we need a hyper winter. No, we don't. So fuck everybody, you. Everybody eat an ass. Everybody eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, you if know, I have I, to, I, I, Connor, I love you to death. <laughs> if I have to kill you to prevent hyper winter from coming about, I will go to hell happily. Hello and welcome to The Answers 11, the smartest icebreakers from the dumbest dudes. As always, I am with your god of odd, Connor. Beyond happy to be here. I would say just shy of thrilled. Ooh, that's a pretty big praise for a shitty podcast that two people listen to. And well, hang on. Uh, we don't know if it's a shitty podcast today or not. Maybe. Maybe it'll be fantastic. A most likely shitty podcast that two people listen to. <laughs> And odds are, shitty podcast. <laughs> a statistically likely to be shitty podcast. And I am your host, Evan. It is beautiful that you are here to listen to our dumb voices. Cannot be stated how grateful we are and really excited to just uh, catch up and chill out a little bit because I'm tired and I don't feel like working anymore today. So let's do fun work of podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Investing effort into... Uh, dare I say art, certainly I, into an art form. What what comes out of that effort we invest? I mean, you got to think about it. Like I did, I, as you did, I did um, DJing in not the fun clubbing one, but like actual radio disc jockey ying in college. And it's yeah. like, this is just filling that hole in my heart of like, oh yeah, I can't actually be a radio DJ because you need to have like, stupid luck and be syndicated by iHeartMedia who owns everything and, and oh yeah by the way someone else chooses all the music for you you get no say so uh, go screw kids so it's like may as well podcast yeah I feel I mean like at least for me uh, being uh, not quite as musically inclined this is the most fun part of disc jockey ying that I did in, in college like setting up music for other people to listen to I kind of get a sort of sadistic glee knowing that other people are not going to enjoy the music that I enjoy as much as I do. But uh, mostly it was the talking between music that I enjoyed the most. Oh, no, it was the music for me. I really enjoyed making dope-ass playlists that people actually called in and complimented, which was crazy. Um, that is crazy. So well, Once again, we are two halves of a perfectly functioning person. <laughs> Together, we are a, an average man. Alone, we are <laughs> idiots. Um, yep. Yeah, before we get into into it, I got to tell you, so I made a mistake. I made a mistake this week. I made a mistake oh, so, yesterday. So unlike you. Oh, I know, right? Um, but I was at the discount bargain market because I am a cheap person. And I saw, oh, $2 instant hot drink decaffeinated mix thing. I'm like, I'm going to buy that and try it. And I noticed that it was called Cafix. And it didn't say anything about coffee on it. And that should have, should have pointed out that this was going to be a waste of two dollars but i was like oh okay. i could have i could have instant coffee for two dollars yes please okay hang on hang on I, I i need to stop you there because i want to make sure i'm following the story correctly you bought a decaffeinated mm -hmm. caffeine replacement no not no. caffeine replacement Caf caffix sounds like uh like a caffeine pill right as though you had bought salt without any flavor right 
but yeah, no, it's it's caffeine without any caffeine. It's it 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 looked and was tricking me into believing that it was like Folgers instant granules, right? Because as you know, I like my instant decaf coffee. Yep, nothing but the worst for you. Yep, it is toasted barley and malt powder. Oh. It was so So you bought instant porridge? It, no, no, it was it was it was liquid. It was gross. Um I've had two cups of it. <laughs> what do you mean it was gross and you've had two cups? I had to have the second one to see if I was I actually didn't like it. I finished the you first one and then I'm like I got halfway through the second one like, you know what? I don't like this. I'm going to throw this two dollar thing away. Who did this to us, Evan? I do exactly the same kind of thing. <laughs> Like when I've done when I've done a particularly bad job at home brewing, I make sure to set that aside just for me to drink so I can oh, learn from my mistakes. Ex- exactly. It's I, I've done the I've done the same thing of like, well, I didn't like this dinner. Guess it's my leftovers for the next three meals. It's like <laughs> I don't want to waste food. I put time and money into it and like gotta eat. Yeah, listen. I mean, it's at a certain point, it's just calories, yeah, right? I it, with with the exception of what you are drinking, which serves no purpose whatsoever. Actually, the, I, the the great thing about it is it did have calories, whereas decaf coffee doesn't. So I'm huh? just losing all around. And like, not that it was any calories at all. It was fucking five for a teaspoon and a half. And I apparently use two teaspoons. No, not two teaspoons, three teaspoons, two servings. Math. Math's really good at that. Um, so yeah, 10 whole calories for sludge, just runny sludge. So that's the mistake that I made. Um, so let's ignore my shame that I wanted to share with you and two other people. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm having, I'm having fun today. I'm a a little, I'm a little weird. Um, yeah, going, going hard on the self-deprecation. It's uh, almost starting to impact my self-esteem. Ooh. Almost, uh, almost. It's got to be a particularly special day for Evan's negativity to get to me. I had to wake up at quarter of seven to sit into two hour-long meetings back to back. Ah, there it is. For no use of my time. Like, I did not need to be in any of those meetings. Although I did make a really nice dunk on somebody, but other than that, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I've been, I'm punchy, didn't get no sleep. So let's let's enough about me. Let's hear from you most important first question of the day how have you been connor you know i'm i'm very very on the the precipice of next phase of life because i'm going to start the closest thing that i've had to a big boy psychology job tomorrow what's that like because i'm still perpetually like 14 years old like just just video games and anime and hating whatever jobs and anytime i have to talk to my parents so like what's it like being a real adult uh, you know, I'm not used to it, to be frank. <laughs> it it doesn't suit me so far. Okay. I, eh, eh, I don't know. I think I could probably do without it. I'm going to see if I can finagle some idiot childhood into this adult lifestyle that is being thrust upon me as though I hadn't spent years and years laboring to achieve it. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I don't really, I don't really have anything profound to say to that. I think it's, I think it's just really the strive of all men, like not to be sexist, but like all men are just still kids because 
we're just we're just dumb we don't know what we're doing like we think talking to the ether is a good thing to do with our time well listen when the ether answers back i'm gonna be terrified i'm gonna not know what to do with myself like hello stranger thank you what (laughs) yeah no just sending out uh modern day messages in bottles uh just like the police uh but yeah no it's uh it's weird it's uh just like looking out in front of the rest of my life without any like big obvious milestones left for me to achieve yep you know pending a couple of additional hoops i need to jump through after getting my doctorate and everything uh it's it is very odd now i don't i don't know much about being a smart guy um and i know you don't either but somehow you've tricked people into thinking you are one as an honorary smart guy do you need to like do continuing education i know like our buddy joe needs to do a bunch of like tests and certifications for his stuff i think mike's got things going on with his doctorate thing do psychologists doctoral doctoral psychologists have to do that too or like you just good man uh no well you know for and and for good reason too it's it's uh ce credits continuing education specifically Uh, yes you've got to you've got to hit a couple of benchmarks every couple of years for you know proving that you're not just that you stopped learning as soon as you got your degree which would be, you know, a terrible thing to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, so my experience with doctors is that doctors are just like horny for CE credits. Like, is it the same in your field where it's like any option? There's like, oh, you can actually get continuing education for this. Sign me up. And if it's like, oh, I'm going to learn without getting credits. Nah, bro, I'm piecing out. Yeah, that's that's got to be a factor, right? I, obviously, I haven't looked into it because like I said, as we agree still a child not really adults as much as um children who stack upon themselves inside of the form of a trench coat adult a a meat suit trench coat yeah Uh, everybody else knows about this by now in their in their career but i don't so uh yeah i think i think people are pretty pretty ce driven okay i uh i haven't let that corrupt me yet okay i'm sure i'm sure it will because like not to not to pat myself on my back, but I worked with I worked with a surprising amount of medical clients, like focused on like doctors, and it like it was CE or bust. If like it was ever any any like webinar or get together that wasn't you know giving them s- some little like way to make the rest of their life easier, they're like, I bro, I got anything else to be doing right now. <laughs> Look at you, bumping sterilized elbows. Yeah, yeah. I I actually attended. I I attended one of those things. Um, it was weird. A lot of old doctors. A lot of old doctors. But yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I I I don't know about like medical science and medical practitioners as much, but most people who get into psychology are pretty fundamentally curious, mm-hmm. and there's still so much cool psych stuff out there that I haven't even touched on. Okay. Uh, so. I think if I just keep my eyes open and put a little effort into angling myself towards the interesting parts of psychology, it won't be that hard to keep up the CEs. Okay. I I will endeavor to not be uh, turned by cynicism and uh, getting tired of learning. What a beautiful nerdy statement. I will never understand, but I will support. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, you know, um, that and I just picked up uh, Crosswords. I'm a crossword guy now. Oh, about fucking time, dude. Where have you been? I've been crosswording for years. Actually, I crossword to go to bed. I take my melatonin. I, I turn my screen brightness and the white balance down so it doesn't like keep me up. And then I do a crossword until my brain gets too tired to know words. And I'm like, ah, yes, sleep, take me. Is that your experience? I, I did not know this about you. Real? This been, is... Dog, I've been doing crosswords since I was like 10. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, uh, the couple of times I've dipped my toe into crosswords before, I was just like, man, I don't know this trivia. I don't know what the, who this baseball player is. Why do I care? Right. Uh, and so you you tell me, you, you're obviously, you're an old hat at this mm-hmm. uh for me every time i do a crossword uh that goes well i'm a huge fan and every time i do a crossword that makes me think i'm like i don't this is just hard it's they made this one too hard who knows this stuff and then like the, when the special specific pieces of information that i know come in handy i'm like oh what a good crossword uh, this is very nicely made i really i really do appreciate those moments where it's like ah uh, yes pertinent information from me um those those do make me feel like a hero um Mm. but i don't know what what you use to do your crosswords um i think i have like a baby app that i've downloaded on my phone it's it this is a not sponsored but it's redstone crosswords i think is what it's called um i have i have um gotten rid of anything that's not hard and very hard in my search functionality uh, because I find all of the other ones boring because they're too they're too easy and straightforward I like the ones that are like I don't know what this is and then you're like you start like piecing things together where you're like oh okay well this looks like it's going to be this word so like can it can it like tie into this does this lead into this idea and then I can also just use like a hint or two when um I get stuck so I can always complete a thing. Um, but the thing that I've really noticed with crosswords, because this is riveting conversation that I'm sure people are <laughs> thrilled to be listening to right now, um, is that I don't know if you've noticed it, but they have like very similar like clues. There's like, they like certain words or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I fucking hate the word eerie because they use it all the time. Like there's so many better words than eerie. I get it. It's got a lot of fucking vowels in it. You nerd. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's what, I, what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for that to happen where I have my crossword vocabulary yeah. built up. You, you get one, dude. It's weird. Yeah, so, so strange that just like those certain collections of letters would come in handy so often. Yep. It's, uh, it's a thing. But I've already, uh, like, <laughs> in, my, in my baby crossword stumbling steps... I have already begun to notice, like, well, I don't know what the, this word is, but it is pluralized. <laughs> Probably ends in an S. Yep, yep, been there. And I pat myself on the back for that one every time. I'm a like, smart thinker. Oh, I'm really gaming the system now. Take take that, crossword maker. <laughs> you will not best me, the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, what, I've, what I've been enjoying uh, for... <laughs> Easy peasy, knock it down in one fell swoop kind of crosswording uh, is the mini crossword from the New York Times and the LA Times. Okay. I I think I've just like, yep, five by five grid. Cool. I think I found the the, like regular New York Times one too hard. So I'm like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Oh, good. I also 
yeah, I jump in on that from time to time and uh, always always bounce right off of it. Yeah, but, Joe uh, do, Joe does that stuff, but you, you've also seen him with trivia. So like, let, let, let's let's realize where where we're throwing our weight around. We are in like right. we are featherweights going up against a heavyweight man. Yeah, uh, what I what I have enjoyed for a weekly big big crossword is the Merriam Webster crossword. Nerd uh, is, is a, <laughs> the dictionary crossword. <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> It's well, I like it because it's easy, so don't don't worry. <laughs> uh, but it's they like I like my intellectually be... stimulating content, not stimulating at all. Thank you. Oh no, I I wanted to make me feel like a genius, like oh oh go oh, oh, uh, what to do with uh, TurboTax online? Well, that would be e file, oh. of course. Oh, <laughs> honey, can you rub my back as I rub my own brain with the easiest crossword? <laughs> Just, just is. please me on all levels. That is what it feels like. It's just like uh, the the lowest hanging fruit with the easiest squeeze. You know, you're, we're not like each other. Fuck you for how, how dare how dare we thought we were like each other for once. Yeah. Well. Well. Listen. I'm. I am like you. Just you when you were ten years old. Maybe I don't. I don't remember. I know I did a lot at the beach with my mom, so I think that's probably why I have such like fond memories of crosswords. Because you know, come from a family of nerds. Fuck me, man. Hmm. Anything else that you'd like to share? Listen, uh, no. Okay, crosswords, cool. and about to start a new job. As interesting as my life gets right now. Well, I went to Pax West. Yes. That you yeah, couldn't make it to. Still bummed about that. But I could not. No. Here's the thing. I could be a friend and tell you, you know, that you didn't miss much and that it wasn't all that cool. Or I could be a real friend and say you fucking missed out <laughs> and it was dope as shit, man. Because it was dope well, as shit, it man. Was. It was. I, I didn't was. know what to expect. I'm not much of a con goer. Um, I d- I'm not not the biggest video game nerd like i like video games but i'm not like into them oh my god i was like a kid in a candy store it was it was such a delight um there's i have so many pictures on my phone now i don't know if i shared any of them with you but it was just like a little like photo like i don't know extravaganza of leah of taking pictures of me with things because i was just like a child there was like a two-story tall pikachu that i sat on its foot and i looked really itty bitty excellent um, so cool. My what, what? What did it feel like? It felt good. It felt like was Pokemon it, were real, and that's all I soft? wanted. Was it soft? Oh no! It was. It was a balloon. It was one of those uh, like lawn balloons oh. that's got like the motor and that goes the whole time. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Fun. Um, but no, it was. It was cool. Um, maybe. Maybe this is something I'll put on our Instagram. Who knows? <laughs> check instagram for photos everybody uh the answer is 11 <laughs> right that's our social media i don't even remember shit <laughs> that's it that's gotta be it that's just right how prepared are we um but that was really cool um i got to live my childhood dreams of um meeting king in person so he's not my favorite tekken character anymore but when I was a little kid, he was my favorite character. He is the the luchador with the the jaguar mask on, and I got yeah. I got to take a picture with King. Even I knew King when I was a kid. Yeah, and I didn't even touch those. Yeah, games. King's so fucking cool. Um, yeah, there were a bunch especially, of especially 
Yep, Especially because when you're when you're ten years old, you don't know that it's a mask. You're no. just like, oh, one of them's a, a jaguar. Exactly. Mask. And we left, and Lee goes, "Is his? Is that his real head, or is it a mask?" And I go, real- "I've been wondering that thing since 1993." <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's 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 his face in my heart. Yeah. I, do do you want do you want the Tekken lore? I can go into the Tekken lore. <laughs> No, listen, man. Okay. We already no. talked a lot of crosswords. <laughs> save it. Save it for another day. Yeah, but no, it was cool. It was a bunch of bunch of Tekken characters. Um, got to pose with a bunch of them, and I got to play Tekken Eight. Um, fucking before it, it comes out next year, which was which makes two for two, Street Fighter and Tekken games I have played before that they've come out, and it's been really really cool. I'm so nice. jazzed. As long as the netcode for it is like actually fast, I might play this game regularly. It was so fun, and I cool. went to a final round, and I beat the dude somehow. Hey, I knew what he hey, was going to do. Go. I was like, "Oh, I just knocked him into the part where he's going to do the comeback move. I should block." And then you hear chukunk, like, and then you hear the blocking noise. It goes, "Oh, good block." I'm like, "Yeah," and then I kick his face in. <laughs> <laughs> nice, because I knew. Follow it up with a nice face kick. I knew. So. It was it was a blast. It was really cool getting to um, see a bunch of stuff. Just kind of like taking the sights. Um, a lot more like tabletop nerdy shit than I was expecting. It's probably good that oh. you weren't there because I would have been way too bored. Um, <laughs> but that was that was neat. And um, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Mighty Yell. They are a developing studio out of Canada. Um, they made a game called The Big Con. I think it's The Big Con. It might be The Great Con. Um, but it's about this uh, like teenager in the 90s who wants to stop her mom's video store from going bankrupt. So she's going to go rob a bunch of people. And it was rad as heck. And it only cost me like $10 to um, get a bunch of stuff. And then before I paid, I go, now this is my big con. And then I ran away from the booth. <laughs> <laughs> and all, all of them just started fucking like cackling i'm like i can't believe no one else has done this before how am i the only I person who ask. thought to steal from the place about stealing you know what evan uh, loads of people thought of it i'm sure but nobody committed <laughs> the way you did <laughs> nobody was willing to take the risk and that's what makes you a great thief i did pay of course because you got to support indie but man it was funny um and the other really weird thing was uh, Ebenezer and the Invisible World. Some dudes were just like, hey, a Christmas carol. Let's make it a Metroidvania. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and, and how? Uh, I don't know. Ebenezer Scrooge is like a hot anime dad now. And uh, he just like meets ghost friends who become his like power ups. Okay. I'm going to be straight. All right. I wasn't into it when I walked by, and then I talked to the guy for four minutes. I'm like, actually, no, I want to. I want to play this game. November third, I'm ready. <laughs> and, and 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 talking to this person, did you get a sense of what inspired this? Aside from just like these are two things that we could put together that you wouldn't think to put together. Uh, it was exactly that. No, it was it. I definitely got the sense of it was a couple of bros just kind of like hanging out and being like, yeah, would it be fucking dope if we did this? Yeah, it'd be fucking dope if we did that. Let's do this. And then they fucking did. 
I, I mean, there's already been so many different iterations of Christmas Carol. Why not one via video game? Yeah, where you beat the shit out of people and get to meet all of these ghosts that these random bros invented. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Think about it. Check it out on Steam. Um, yeah, yeah. That was that was my time. It was fun. Cool. Uh, and then I ate nothing because I was gonna get Indian. And then there was it. What it, it, we were ten minutes from our apartment. It was an hour's worth of traffic. So we went around a long way for twenty minutes and then it passed out on the floor. Oh, well. Yep. Sorry. So that's my big deal. Um, other than that, it's just hanging out with you and uh, getting a email from my landlord at midnight last night going, oh, yeah, by the way, you don't have water from 8 to noon. Good luck. Bye. Oh, no, that's prime shower time. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, I can't wait how many more times my landlord's going to come up in this podcast. Hooray. <laughs> Yeah, you know, between uh, uh, taking a little time off of work today and talking some trash about your landlord, you're sure you want this to go out on the internet? You're sure you want random access from all sorts of folks? What if word gets back around? It won't, because no one's going to listen to us, <laughs> so we're fine. Uh, I guess, I guess, really, if if word does get back around, it would be so cool yeah. that there were repercussions, <laughs> right? That it would be worth it. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like putting a test, like a little something out there of like to prove that this is actually making a difference. Yeah, no, Evan, we're gonna need to break your lease. You heard my podcast. Who told you? What are they oh into? What is their target demographic? So I can send ads and be all sketchy and weird. <laughs> what did you think? Was it? Did you like it? Yeah, no. Apart from shitting on you, we were funny, right? Yeah. we were funny oh, yeah. right I'm sorry about that we'll, we'll talk about breaking the lease and everything but like do you have any questions you want to ask like you can send them to lemonanswers at gmail.com lemonanswers <laughs> at gmail.com alright enough bullshitting let's, let's see what up we got social media. we have former <laughs> landlord so we still aren't at 100 we are 5 questions away from being at 100 and it's so frustrating but instead we are getting Number 18, which I think is going to be a huge flop, but let's find out. You've been commissioned to write a sequel to a pop song. What's it called? Ooh, that's a thinker. That's going to take a little bit of time to come up with something for Ooh, what are... Gosh, pop songs. Pop songs, really not my wheelhouse. Yep. So the um, first one that I wanted to do when I came up with this question years ago was um, fastest car <laughs> because I'm riffing off of the McElroy's riff. <laughs> Guaranteed podcast success. So <laughs> I wish that somebody else had thought to just riff off of the McElroy's for a podcast before now. Right? But thank goodness they didn't. And now, now we get to do that. I don't even listen to the McElroy's. <laughs> I just I just absorb them through osmosis because all you guys like them. McElroy's are good. They're good at what they do. I uh, think they're that's fine. I'm thinking about what? Oh, I just said huh? I I think they're fine. I've got I've got no huh? no negative feelings towards the no qualms. Okay, zero qualms. Anyway, uh, I think I would want to be able to fix a pop song, so I yep. want to pick a pop song that I hate, in the way that uh. Weird Al fixed uh, blurred lines with word crimes. Okay. I can enjoy it now. 
because it's not so terrible. Mm. I like that. What's a pop song? Uh, you know, I don't know why, but rising up from my memory, I don't even know who sings SOS, SOS, please someone help me. It's not easy for me to feel this way. Uh, and I think the sequel would just be, um, thank you so much for your assistance. I feel better now. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was Rihanna. It's Rihanna. (laughs) Ah, there you are. Okay. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Just like, just somebody being like, "Hey, thanks, thanks for your for your help." Yeah, no, that's that's pretty fair. That's um, kind of the vein that I'm going with, with, with like a call and response kind of deal. Um, because my my actual answer is it's um, an answer to Julian by Carly Rae Jepsen, and it's a song called Carly Rae, and it's just from Julian's perspective. And that way, when I perform it. Maybe I can open for Carly Rae Jepsen someday and actually get to meet her. Because, yes, going back to that well that forever forever gives water, fucking love Carly Rae's music. She's so good. Carly Rae is good. And, and may I just applaud you for a, a bold take on this in which you get to do the sequel to the pop song and now you've changed your life forever. Yeah. I mean, I've been commissioned. Like... They're gonna hear. They're gonna hear it. Somebody wanted it, so it's like. And so, so who commissioned you in this? Is it Julian who's like, I nominate you as my champion to respond to Carly Rae? Yeah, I can't. I can't go that. Like, there's no way that Carly Rae Jepsen would just be like, Hey, Evan, how about you like make a song that's, you know, a response to one of the best songs that I've ever made. Also, hi, I'm Carly Rae Jepsen. Like. I'd too be too busy just going blah and throwing up on the ground out of, out of just fe- just sheer anxiety. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think I think Julia would just be like, "Hey, you know, I miss her too, but I don't have the words to say it. How about you say it, F? Like, yeah, Julian, I can do it for you, man. Yeah. Well, uh, the good news is I'm sure that Carly Rae Jepsen would understand throwing up at her feet. I, I would guess if you're Carly Rae Jepsen, that's just sort of a traditional greeting at a certain point. I, yeah. uh, but I would love if Julian's response was just like I, I don't I don't know the song that you're talking about, <laughs> but I would love it if the response was like Yes, Carly Rae, fair enough. No, you were totally right about that. I had a lot of growing to do. You're right. I shouldn't have acted that way. I'm I'm a different person oh, now. No, 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 no. The whole song is about how much she misses him. Oh. have you not listened? Even with my even with my recommendations, you haven't listened to Dedicated yet. Dedicated is emotion, but better. Like I understand oh. that emotion has the stronger singles on it, but I think toe to tip, dedicated is a stronger album. I listened to the newest album. Uh, what's it? The coldest time? The hardest time? Yeah, no. If you say so. That one is. That one is. Nothing she makes is bad, but is definitely her her weakest. <laughs> gasp so okay. like go listen to the good one dedicated because it's so good it's got julian you don't need much more than that okay all right there's a whole well, um there's a there's a music video for the the song uh now i found you and it's all about how much she loves her cats and then she has like thousands of the same cat <laughs> it's really good cool I like that. And there's a beat, there's a single that is 
it's neither a b-side nor an a-side i don't like it's supposed to be on the album but for whatever reason it's not on it it's called party for one that's a fucking banging track really really good stuff Welcome to Carly Rae Jepsen Recommendations, the podcast, with your host, Evan, and your co-host, also Evan, because he doesn't stop talking, apparently. <laughs> well, uh, your co-host, Evan, is the only other person who knows anything about Carly Rae. I'm, I'm, I'm the stand-in, right? I'm, the, I'm the, the audience surrogate being recommended to. Well, then it's my o- audience needs to do a little bit better job of doing their homework and listening to Dedicated. <laughs> Oh, uh, I know. I gave myself homework the last time we had a podcast, too. I don't Which even remember was, what it was. more music recommendations, you dick. <laughs> I just want you to, to feel joy and enjoy listening to fun tunes. And you're just like, nah, I'm going to do easy crosswords because I'm dumb. <laughs> uh, I listened. I did listen to Tokay. I did listen to that album, that the second one that he did with that other guy. And Toke's songs were great, and the other guy's takes on <laughs> Toke's stuff were not as good. It's because Toke does a good job. Did you know that Streetlight Manifesto is no longer a touring band? I did not know that. Yeah, they haven't been since 2015, and they haven't stopped touring since they were like, oh yeah, we're no longer going to be a touring band. That's why the world's been a little bit more bleak since 2015. Well, now I know. Yeah. Thank God that they're still on tour somehow. Have you and it's great because they're um, like all of their tours are like the the beginning of the end the final leg the redux and it's just like like making fun that they're still on tour it's like what the fuck guys uh well you got a gimmick that works milk it yeah they're um it's the I think I might be dating us but I think it's the twentieth anniversary uh maybe fifteenth of everything goes numb. So they're doing it in full. Uh, were we paying attention when it was initially released? <sighs> a couple of years after. No, we were we were we were paying attention when uh, somewhere in the between came out because um, we fall together was the like big music video on their YouTube when I first got into them in high school. I think the only thing I remember being released was the hands that thieve. Yeah, that was that was the album that came out after that. So like we huh. like we got on like right after s- somewhere in the between came out and then and then the hands that thieve and the hand that thieves came out and then they right. haven't put out anything it's like please I want more I want more music you guys do so good God it's just a music podcast we are no longer a question video game podcast it's now music All right Distracting us with a 26, going down a little bit. Connor, Hmm. if you could add a season to the year, when would it be and what would it be like? Oh, this was one of the ones that I came up with. Yeah, that's a good one. Which is why it's That's why I made it on here. I don't have an answer ready to go yet. Well... Well, it's unfortunate that there's only two of us on here, and I've been talking a lot, but I have an answer. So okay, I, no, just... no, I've I've come back around oh. on it. All right, so my my New England heart uh, doesn't allow me to come up with a pleasant season. Yeah, it sounds like you. Uh, what I'm gonna do is right at the end of winter, mm-hmm. we're gonna have hyper winter, <laughs> okay. which is 
it, it's extremely consistent. It happens every single year, and we are already at you know mid March for a an enormous snowstorm. Yep. That keeps everybody locked inside of their houses for two weeks. That's so fucking long. It's a two-week season. Why? It's called a hyperwinter because during that time, we have all agreed that much like the summer vacation that we gave yeah. to children, we all get those two weeks off. Okay. And it's you can you set you up a destination ahead of time. There will be hyperwinter vacation okay. rentals that you can go to with, like, your friends and family that you want to really bank on enjoying the company of for two straight weeks. Oh, my God. I think it would be no we, one. We all agree. We get all of our stuff ready ahead of time. Okay. We, you know, set aside two weeks worth of distractions and novelty. Uh, nobody goes anywhere for all of Hyperwinter. Uh, okay. Now, is Hyperwinter as catastrophic as I'm expecting it to be where, you know, like phone lines, trees, like all coming down? Like, is this... Are you using are you using candles, baby? Are there there no electricity, no Wi-Fi? You actually gotta actually uh, talk to a person. Unfortunately, yes. Now that now that I'm thinking about the logistics of an enormous snowstorm yeah. that would paralyze society for two straight for two weeks. weeks. Yes, like this is that is this is not that's a what pleasant happens. two weeks. I don't know why you're like, oh, cool board fun game fun board game time. Like, no, this is a two week fight for survival <laughs> that you are putting yearly after the shitty. I, I'm sorry, dude, but, like, do you know how fucking high suicide rates are going to to skyrocket? Okay. From the no. shittiness of Christmas first, to the shittiness off, no. of winter to, like, oh, cool, a little bit spring spring relief, March, and then, bam, hyper winter? This going to be a bad fucking time. Why did you do this? Why did you curse the land with this? Because this is the season. <laughs> this is the season that I could come up with that would give me two straight weeks off. Why don't you just have party party season? We're just fucking like disco balls. Like the sun turns to a disco ball and it's just like you need to just have fun for two weeks and that's the only way to like, I don't know, breathe. It's like, oh, are you having a good time? Cool, go have, like, here's your like sustenance from photosynthesizing. Like you, you, could, you could have done anything. This was, this was an imagination experiment and you're like, I'm going to make everyone suffer. What the okay, fuck? Okay, smart guy. Why don't, why don't you come up with a fifth season that doesn't make everybody kill themselves? Yeah. How about that? You know, I, I, it, it, I fucking will. And we're not done, though. Like, does global warming <laughs> affect hyperwinter? Is it only getting worse with time? Is it like... Uh, no, hyperwinter and its institution into our, our yearly cycle. This is an additional two weeks, by the way. It's, it's a 13th month in the middle of March. It splits March in half. And then we have hyperwinter, and it is actually doing a great job at combating global warming. That that injection of cold, <sighs> snowy weather for those two weeks is going to bring the global temperature down. Are you just Mr. Freeze? Are you Batman's once, Mr. Freeze? And once we're done with hyperwinter inside of March... We don't have any more winter at all and spring gets started and there aren't any winter setbacks. Winter gets all, it spends every last ounce of winter it has left during hyperwinter and then we just get onto a very nice spring. It's just a fucking mana explosion spell that the winter gods are doing. Yep. 
Okay, well, the season that I'm adding to the year is a season that we used to have that we don't anymore. I just want fall back. Because I fucking miss fall. We don't get it anymore. <laughs> there, it, 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 is, it is summer to winter. I just want fall. Autumn. You're... You're going to reintroduce legacy fall? Yeah, I just want to fall back. I don't know when we fucking patched it out of this fucking season dealio, but like I want I, I want to add fall back to the year. Fall was my favorite season. What like I don't have many memories from childhood, let alone happy memories from childhood. Like my sister and I talk about it and how it's like, "Hey, do you remember this?" "No, me neither." And then people are like, "How do you not remember literal decades of your life?" And it's like, "Well, you know, repression's a thing." So I remember standing in the backyard of my Bachi's house in my little red windbreaker jacket, looking at mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. colorful oak leaves, feeling a crisp fall breeze, and I yep. was content. I don't yep. know the last time I felt contentment. It might have been that memory from sixth fucking grade. And I can't, I can't even facsimile it anymore. Like, give me my crunchy leaves. Give me a little bit of a nip in the air. Like, I don't, like, I have so many wonderful hoodies and, like, middling clothing that is not worth wearing because we go from tank top season to, like, hey, let's throw on a sweater. Like, I just want it back. It's so pretty. It's so calm. It's... It, not to get like weird edge lord that I truly am, but it's like it's the beauty and death of just like how everything is peaceful and calm, and it's like it's not the biting cold pain misery yeah. of winter. It's not the the dogged heat of the summer. It's just like it's just a breather. It's meditative. It is it is gorgeous, and we don't have it anymore. And I fucking want it back. I'm very passionate about this. So sorry I don't have a fifth season to add hyper winter, but I want fall. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, if any, you know, here's the thing: is that you're kind of instituting hyperfall. It's just that fall, like spring, is a mild season, and so you're doing a hyper mild season, but it's just very distinct. So we're we're going similar routes, I think. But you're 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 accomplishing nostalgia. When but when's the last time you felt like fall was actually here? Listen, man, I I gotta tell you. Last fall, I, I don't know if I like if I just have been missing something about fall. I'll tell you, I haven't seen a good spring in a long time. But like, I'll give you fall that too. feels like it comes around every autumn for me. No, not not here. Haven't had haven't had that experience. And like, hmm. I I know I've had that conversation with Leah before. So you might just be living in your own little happy zone. So happy Maybe. for you. But fuck, man, like <laughs> it. You, do, you just you don't you don't get the crispness anymore well listen it could be uh the pacific northwest i wasn't around for the most recent fall but uh this time around it might might deliver everything that you're hoping for okay. maybe it, even it, contentment it i don't know it didn't before and the east coast where it like fall was birthed didn't have it either so like if the homie don't got it like who do uh, you know, you know, the thing is, like, leaves change kind of most places, if I'm being honest. And that's, like, one of the folliest parts of it for me. No, it's it's I, it's the air temp. It's 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 that it's that feeling. The the crisp, the crispness. I I don't know, man. Uh, I think it might be there. Maybe maybe not last year, but I think you might be in for a very pleasant fall. Pacific Northwest did not really did not let me down All autumn right. wise. All right, I will. I will 
not with bated breath because like I, I don't I don't trust like that but like I will I will keep an eye out for it I will let you know but like I think if you want to call it hyperfall I'll let you call it hyperfall you know I let you <laughs> live in your own wrong yep. existence all the time so like how, how dare no I one, take that from you no one can drag me out of my weird wrong existence it's just not doable but that's uh, but yeah no you might be pleasantly surprised. What I will tell you, the Pacific Northwest does not have is winter. There is no winter in yeah. the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, that's why it's good here. That's why I don't that's ever want to fucking leave it here. Because that's why we need a hyper winter. No, we don't. So Fuck everybody, you. Everybody, eat an ass. Everybody, eat my ass. <laughs> I, you if know, I have I, to, I, I, Connor. I love you to death. <laughs> if I have to kill you to prevent hyper winter from coming about, I will go to hell happily. <laughs> I will, I will confess it to my priest, but I will tell him I am not sorry for this. I saved him. Uh, depending on where your priest grew up, they might they might just let you have that one. I'm go, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna make sure I'm going back to Massachusetts for that confessional. Oh yeah, yeah. fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, I, I I think I'm basing it off of a couple of specific memories. <laughs> Of where just like technology stops working for a couple days and uh, you just sort of strap in and get ready for like a very reduced life for a time. Yeah. And you do the things that you don't normally do because you've got all these obligations. And now it's like it's like forced camping you have to do in your home. That's what comes out of hyperwinter for me. Yeah. Like okay, shit, shitting on you aside. <laughs> I know I'm very I'm very good at at, at busting your balls, but um, that idea of like it, it, it's like when the power goes out in a, in a heavy storm it I do it's it is a really nice sensation of just like oh life is it's almost like simpler it, it, mm. it forces you to, to stop and kind of like actually be in the present moment like I know I, I spent man during COVID when I was living with my dad um, it was just it was just me and him and we didn't have power for like three days maybe four days it was a long fucking time i, I remember i was on like i was listening to your D D shit when um when we lost the power it's like oh cool um but like we were actually cool like we hung out and we chatted and we had candles and shit and like we went to bed when it got dark like it was kind of nice and and you know what still works during hyperwinter cravage decks of cards yeah yeah you won't ever catch me passing out on one of those man always down for yeah. that <laughs> maybe maybe there's a there's a better way to achieve the hyperwinter effect that i'm going for but that's that's what i came up with and you know what i like winter you're gross. i don't care who knows it you're gross i like it i don't like you i liked being in minneapolis my, maybe for winter the winter out there was very winter like i like my winter jackets i look great in them but like i will gladly not wear them if it means i don't have to deal with fucking snow well welcome to washington kid you don't not anymore. No, I know. I know. And I trust me. <laughs> it, it is what wants to keep me here. Um, but yeah, I think I think your hyperwinter achievement is just planning a two-week vacation with some friends. Like, maybe you could just fucking plan a two-week vacation with some friends. Like, yeah. I know adult schedules don't really line up super well, so maybe tone it down to one week. But like... Mm-hmm. I mean, do, do you want to hang out for a week? Like, I work from home. We could, we could pull this. We could pull this off, Connor. You know, maybe, maybe Hyperwinter and Legacy Fall are both just states of mind. Maybe we can institute these seasons in our own lives. Not to get, not to get sad, but like, 
are we just going back to the fact that we're adults now and want to be children? <laughs> are, are we just burying our souls to two strangers right now? Just being like, hey, we're 30 and sad. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't think I took my meds today. <laughs> are, are, oh, please hold while we sort through some technical difficulties. Uh, do, do, we'll be do, back do, with do, you in do, just a moment, do. folks. All right. Now that that's taken care of, let's roll and on. Evan... Evan came back and we edited things out and now he's going to say that there are three people who listen to our podcast. Wahoo. Let's find out what 47 is. Ooh, prime oh, number. Man, we're going on a bunch of weird questions today, Con. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just remembering the conversation we had around this one. You can add feathers to any creature without them. Which would it be? <laughs> Bonus, if you want. What bird would you take the feathers from? <laughs> <laughs> so peer behind the curtain this was 11 p.m in minneapolis with cotter his sister and his wife yep and we were all way too tired to be talking about fucking feathers on flightless animals boy gosh what a... i don't remember how this came about i don't really either i don't know how did. this made like approval for podcast but like yep we're doing it live we cut out me taking my meds but we're not cutting out us <laughs> We're not, we're not chickening out. We ain't chickening out on this feather feather question. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Get a little, little wordplay. Get a little punny here. Got to remember, not, we're still ooh. fucking nerds. Um, <laughs> man, and there's our there's our bona fides right there. <laughs> all right, got feathers to any creature without them. Which all right, I uh, all right, I'm going to do a blanket like genre of creature like i don't okay. like i'm not going to get hyper specific i'm going to go i'm going to add feathers to dogs specifically i'm adding tail feathers to dogs because i want oh. dogs to have um kind of the peacock-esque fan so they still get the beauty and like ability to show off but i also love the excitement of dogs and now i get to watch a pe a peacock fan just fucking ripple and dance with excitement every time i do fucking anything like what a good answer that's gonna be like it's going to be so endearing when uh, the dog's peacock feathers just like i guess i'm pulling feathers from peacock so that i have succeeded in getting my bonus credit without me even thinking to have bonus credit sorry um, sorry peacocks fire's not hot water's not wet and peacocks you don't get your cool tails anymore i'm sorry oh, well. they're just more deserving of dogs because like you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> be home from a long vacation and your dog's gonna be so excited to see you that they're just gonna like whap and just get just get bird feather in your face and you're like oh i'm so happy to see you too and and it even makes like guard dogs better because like people are going to be like trying to sneak into a place and yeah. then boom, a bunch of demonic eyes and they're like oh yeah. shit hell beast and they're gonna and, yeah like, they could do like an intimidating like shimmy ruffle with the yep. tail feathers in like a startle sort of yeah. gesture like those birds that shake their ass when they want to fuck <laughs> yeah but like except yeah when they want to we're taking it away up. <laughs> taking it away from peacocks who have only ever used it for dirty dirty bird sex and we're giving it to dogs <laughs> To fill the word with joy and terror. Yeah. Like the, the two things dogs are best at. Oh man. And then like and then you're gonna get like like those like those um video those online videos of like the either Japanese or Chinese um groomers who like make the dogs look like like Minecraft dogs. 
like where they're all like blocky and weird like they're gonna do like really neat stuff with the peacock feathers on dogs i don't even care about your answer at this point connor i'm just really happy to have thought of this like i'm just i now i'm just i'm just imagining mocha just all all jazzed and just like yeah yeah no they get it like the waggy tails would be incredible i i I think that i think that's the selling point of it and like I wonder, I like. I wonder if you can even like train train the dogs to do. I'm so sorry for all the alert notifications. I I hope they're. I know they're getting picked up. I'm sorry, listeners. I there's nothing I can do. I, I'm the one talking. But like, I think like maybe you can train the dogs to to waggle in a certain way, and then they can be like ripples, like the ocean, like. Mm. I, like sort of a Morse code be, of peacock shake. Like an uh, uh, an American Kennel Club, like. Um, like the athleticism or the um, like I don't know whatever best in show kind of like categories, and like one is like tail tricks. Like I think I think there's I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of dog juice in this bird question. So yeah, that's that's me. I do care I about like your it. answer, unless you have Very more cool. things to say about my answer first. Because I, it's a, it's a fun one. But sorry, I got, no, I got really excited. I just started blathering. I'm sorry. No, there's nothing, nothing I can say about your answer that it doesn't already say for itself. Aside from well done, well done. Thank you. Very good. It's a great visual. What are you, fo- uh, what are you following up with? I'm sorry. Well, yeah, you starting off with uh, chickening out on this question made me think. Oh, well, if I take the feathers from the chicken, then they're all pre-plucked, and now the price Ooh. of chicken goes down by twenty cents. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty but, good. Uh, chickens don't have much in this life, and I don't want to do that to them. So they're mm. they're already too delicious for their own good, and they've been unfairly targeted for that quality this entire existence, as far as I can tell. Okay. So I I don't want to I don't want to take it away from them. Yeah. Turn turn dinosaurs into chickens. Now you want to take their yeah. feathers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, what I want to do, but I I did really like the wordplay that came out of that. So what I'm going yeah. to do? Could I get the Could I get the question one more time just to make sure that I'm still falling in parameters? Yes. Yes. I I would love to. You can add feathers to any creature without them. Which would Perfect. it be? Bonus, if you want. What bird would you take the feathers from? Okay. The answer to the original question and the bonus question mm-hmm. uh, is cardinals. Okay. Yes. Oh, you piece of <laughs> shit. I love that. That's so good. Oh, yes. And they're, because uh, they got the red cassocks too. Right? Just think, the outfits mm. The outfits are already made for it. But what I what I particularly like about it is that there are going to be certain bishops out there who need to weigh whether Excuse they me. want to sprout feathers as they continue their career ambitions. <laughs> okay. Once you become a cardinal, you start developing red cardinal feathers. So, and then, okay. so so like when you in 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 this reality, like we truly were made in God's image, Birdman. And like only the like the, it's kind of like like a like a like a D and D worshiping of like you once you worship the one true uh, savior our Lord Jesus Christ the Raptor, um, yes, you like once you get a close enough affinity to him you you are you become in the image of of the bird of the bird man God, right? Okay, right. And only the only step beyond cardinal is pope, 
And mm-hmm. so like bird god man who was plucked and crucified in his passion, yep. so too will the Pope lose his feathers okay. that he had grown as a cardinal. Oh. That's really deep, man. Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man uh, i do think i do think the world would be uh significantly more interesting if one particular religious order <laughs> through its religious <laughs> rituals Devotion. began to sprout feathers yeah <laughs> you could you could have named yourselves anything else you asked for it sorry cardinals Oh, that's, that's fun. Um, what, in what manner do the Cardinals begin to sprout feathers? Is it all over? Is it, is it specifically like a, like a forearm thing? Is it, is it just kind of, just kind of like a cock's crown? Like instead of, instead of the, the miter, it, they just get like really showy feathers on their head. Um, or is it something like really, really weird where it's like out of their eyes? And like it's just their eyes, Whoa. just feather eyes. I don't know. Whoa, I'm in the, uh, I'm well, in the land of imagination, a, Connor. Put a put a pin in that, man. I think we've got a good horror anthology to tell based off of that idea. Hey, you're doing a D and D campaign on 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 a real real perverse god, so that's true. You could do something like that. Uh, the the god of my world could put feathers into people's eyes. Uh. No, I think I think it would probably be a very gradual sprouting. Like mm-hmm. it would take a year for the feathers to fully come in, but it would start off uh, like think think very penguin like for that first year, where okay. there's like the 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 feathers are growing in awkward places. It right. looks very adolescent. Okay, you know, uh, until eventually they all sprout in fully, and they basically just look like the bird used to until. Uh, it was inevitably snuffed out by evolution because birds without feathers are just not going to make it. Right. So more questions. Do they fly or are they flightless? Uh, I think they can they can pull off a decent glide, but they tend to be so old that they don't really do it. Okay. And I think that they uh, suffer a lot of mockery for like being able to fly and not being willing to do it. Okay, I'm I'm glad that this this world that you're creating has a little bit of ways to throw it in the face of power. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they actually feel shame for not not being able to fly. Um, and the last question that I have with this is, do they molt? Because I think molting yes. is is a is a regular thing that happens to birds. Correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't watched the Magic School Bus in a long time. <laughs> I, I uh, you know what? It sounds it sure sounds like a thing that would happen to a bird. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, absolutely. They have they have cardinal feathers. If cardinals molt, and you know every indication exists that they do, for sure. Okay. Um. So then I'm going to guess that it's kind of. So I think instead of the palm fronds, if we're continuing with this Catholicism trope, instead of the palm fronds in in East, in Lent and Easter time, it would probably be um, cardinal feathers would be distributed, and what would be burned to make the ashes. I gotta tell you, man. I think you're barking up the wrong tree with that one because that? those feathers are like hair now. You know, like nobody wants to ceremonially distribute their dandruff flakes. You know, it's like it grew out of a person. Yeah, they might be mostly a bird at this point, but it still grew out of a person. Yeah, but 
traditions are weird and if bird jesus did a miracle with the feathers i think it's going to tie into kind of like an age-old tradition like i'm i'm sure i'm sure there's weird hair traditions traditions. Uh, uh, you know man i think they're all really weird i think that we all agree i'm not changing i'm not uh disagreeing with that fact i just i just (laughs) think that it would still exist (laughs) uh what do you know about uh i don't i'm definitely using the wrong term but there's such a thing as hair paintings no what what is that Oh, well, you know how for a long period of time, a lot of people were so bored out of their skulls that they did crazy, crazy things to take up their time. Like, like during COVID and shit? Oh no, man. Like historically. Okay. I I didn't know. I didn't know like how old and crazy we were getting. Oh yeah. We're getting really old and really crazy. Okay. I I didn't know if it was like a social media trend that uh, I, you know, invariably would not know about. Uh, no. No, but I—that's probably a lot closer to accurate than I want to meditate on. Sorry. But people used to make portraits out of woven hair, essentially, like uh, the same way that you weave anything else. I don't see a problem with that. Well, it's, it's made out of hair, dude. That's the problem. It's weird. It's hair. It's hair. You look at it and you're like, that came out of somebody. Somebody's skin grew that. That used to jut out of a scalp. And now it's behind glass, and it looks like a little puppy dog. So, These two things are not the same. And and it's different because horse hair is because animals don't have con- conscious, rational thought. It... Oh, it was people hair. No, 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 no. I I, I understand. I'm just like, okay. why are you drawing the line at people hair? I just I why aren't you drawing the line at people hair? Why are you so weirdly comfortable with people hair in in paintings? I I can't. I, I sat in a room with with a few of these, and I was surrounded by five people up thereabouts, and they all had the same reaction I did, which is, this is creepy beyond measure. Okay, I just don't have weird repressed fetishes like the six of you. Maybe you could use a couple more weird repressed fetishes, I guess. I, maybe, but like, yeah, no, I'm, I don't know, it just, it just feels like a thing that happened in the past, um... You, like hair, I, I could see hair things some being point, weird. I don't see hair paintings being weird. I just, you know, using kind of what you got. There was a cord that used to connect you to humanity that you severed at some point, and now you are unmoored in your existence with no relation to the rest of us. Johnny the homicidal maniac, way too young. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. I was thinking about that comic yesterday. <laughs> A good, well, yeah, it was a good time. I I enjoyed uh, it. I, I'd be yeah. interested to see how it holds up, and I'm sure the answer would be poorly, but yeah. All right, last question of the day. Hooray! <laughs> we are weird today. Ooh, that is a flat 20. Rolling on up. What animal would you ride into battle, Connor? What animal indeed? This question is so ancient. I know. But eternal. Yeah. You can always come up with an animal that you're riding into battle. (laughs) There's never a bad time. Well, I'll tell you, I've updated my answer. Okay. I don't remember what your old answer was, so. You don't remember Lucifer, the horse-sized peregrine falcon? 
Lucifer was the answer to you could have a pet any size. No, yes. I thought this was the steed no. question. No, no, because that's when I was doing the orangutan because we were into Dr. McNinja. Lucifer came out of that question, which is on this podcast. Well, not yet, but it's on the list. Sneak preview oh. to listeners. No, no, steed into battle. Like, if you want it to be giant peregrine falcon, I think that's fucking dope as shit. Like, I'm okay with reusing answers. Like, fuck it, I don't care. As long as you have a fun story around it, that's why we're that's why we're here to entertain ourselves and maybe others. Okay, well, I've got an update on Lucifer for you. Uh, if it ever comes up in our rotation, I'll give it to you. But okay. this is great. Now I've got two animals of large size that I, I get it. to go into battle with. There you go. Oh, well, this is this is quite this is good this is uh, an animal with the perfect combination of offense and defense and that is the porcupine okay very fun and it's a it's a giant porcupine giant porcupine cool giant enough to ride into battle at least okay yeah so, no, so, you go charging in everybody gives you a wide berth you uh you you do need to be really careful i reckon you've got to have a very well-made saddle to yep. ride this porcupine and porcupine quills are deceptively far-reaching, so like your people are going to to um, miscalculate their distance between them and you, and are going to get a big old barb stuck in. Man, that's not even a barb at that point. That's just a stake going through like a shoulder. Man, that's right. That's a bad yeah, fucking no. time. Holy shit! I I tell you, the majority of the... the, When that happens, when you're riding a porcupine, you only have two objectives in any given battle. One of them is to not get noticed by the archers, because that's everybody's job all the time. That's fair. Two is to taunt your opponents into getting close enough to you for the porcupine to take them out. Okay. Now, are you... In this this fantasy scenario, are you doing any battling yourself, or are you kind of like a beast master where you are just like careening your porcupine into into people, just like turning into a into the the spike porcupine Kirby from the the new Forgotten Land and just rolling them into into folks? Oh, man, the spike Kirby is so good. Uh, yeah, essentially, you know, I don't need to do any battling. Uh, I all I need to do is I'll certainly have a spear or something just to look the part and so I can gesture <laughs> menacingly at people in a way as if to say like you and me one on one and if I can make strong enough eye contact right. they'll forget that I'm on top of a porcupine right so I, I I take it your your spear is not going to be fashioned from a porcupine quill because you don't want to give sneak previews of what they're about to experience it seems a little on the nose what do you think I, that's why that's why i said you're not going to be doing that god what do, you, right. what do you take me for a yeah, chump no we're, we're on the same page we you got it no you're no chump you're no uh over the top he's just a little too porcupiney isn't he and he just likes that porcupine a little too much it's like, it's, it's we, like at that point you're going to be like you're going to have to have a spiked helmet and have like a spiked shield and, and, yeah, and then and then and you're just then you're just anime trope of the week there bud you're you're it's you're, you're not even like a high-ranking general you're just gonna get wiped out in like episode four before they figure right. out like what their actual power rankings are going to be yeah no I, I i think i would go so far as to have a nice porcupine uh image engraved on the pommel of whatever weapon i'm using i was thinking there needs to be some kind of ornate artness to it yeah artistry yeah. It, but it, 
especially because I'm never going to have to actually use it, you know, so the, the court uh, smiths can go wild on it without needing it to actually be usable. So what happens in, you know, the third act where your porcupine gets gets wounded and you need to protect what? it? Ooh. Uh, well, hopefully at that point I can rally you to my side <laughs> riding whatever it is that you have going on. That's very fun. So um, when you said a, an animal uh, perfectly suited for offense and defense, I was worried that you're going to be taking mine because... Um, I wanted I want I now want to differ from you enough um, because mm-hmm. my initial reaction was to giant animal because you know we're not small dudes like we need large beasts to be sure. carrying our frames. Um, yeah. So my initial reaction was giant armadillo for similar Ooh. similar reasoning, um, but now instead um, I want it to be an armadillo swarm where it's just like enough of them kind of all clamoring over each other and me to just like ambulate me across the battlefield almost like like the the treads of a tank where like they're moving over each other um very cool and you know that way in addition to my own armor like i can be armored up with my armadillo horde um you know as they as they um wind into balls they can be projectiles they can be a defensive barrier they've got pretty gnarly claws that they can use not only to scramble fast across the battlefield but into into um opponents of any size and state like i feel like that they could just whereas you are more of a of a singular like getting getting into people like my force will is is more of an attempt to overwhelm as as to um stop being able from doing things i can't think of the fancy word i wanted and i didn't want to use the word kill so disabled yeah disabled that's the word that's the really good word that i wasn't smart enough to think about um so yeah i'm thinking i'm thinking just a swarm of armadillos would be fucking rad swarm is really good and the uh, image I have in my mind of what it would be like to be rolled along a series of armadillos is very pleasant. Yeah, it, it feels really nice. Like it feels like a back massage. Okay, I was see, I was I was thinking it was more of like almost like a like a it just in my brain it's like a gelatinous kind of thing, like where they go up to like my my calves, and that's how like they maintain me on. The position and then the people underneath there's kind of like people the uh armadillos underneath kind of like travel me forward um and i and i see them kind of like galloping with their claws as opposed to like being all wound up into a ball and rolling i think the oh. i think the ball form is i because i feel like that would be like it would be less um like the turning would be less capable and like it would like it's more of like a speed forward thing as opposed to like maneuverability, whereas like they need their claws to like actually be able to, you know, like juke to the left if need be. So I see I see kind of like two travel modes if we're if we're getting into dumb nerd logic. Um, and I and like I think ball form is more for it, both offense and and defense. Like I, I, d- I definitely see like like hucking fucking armadillos at people or like 
you know, and if it's like fantasy swarm enough where like they can form into just like a wave, you fucking rad. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. No. Fucking magic armadillo swan. Get at me, bro. <laughs> I I I think you're hitting on a lot of the the benefits of a swarm, right? The yeah. versatility, that's a nice thing. Yep. But I just uh, yeah no, you just roll over somebody and then all the claws come out when you can't see them, and yep. someone's just mush on the rear end of that swarm. Yeah, because like I feel yeah, because I feel like people are because the swarm is also down towards the ground. Like they'll be trying to like attack downward, but the armadillos have plates on the top of them for defense they got plates so they're moving with their soft underbelly but it's hard to reach them so i guess they would really need like subterranean like either their own fantasy animal versions like like a mole a mole team to take me out or just like lay a bunch of traps it would be kind of like the way to i guess the way to dismantle both of us well you know evan i'll tell you uh yeah we we've everyone's got to worry about the soft white underbelly everybody's got one whether it's literally a soft white underbelly like our steeds would Mm -hmm. have or not uh but yeah no you're back to your earlier question of what would i do if my porcupine steed got into trouble i I don't know man i'd probably just probably just lay down and die yeah uh i'm really relying on this porcupine being yeah. invulnerable you know like all the great strategicians of, <laughs> of wars past one major weakness one major <laughs> obvious weakness <laughs> yeah nobody will figure it out it'll be fine uh they, they haven't historically gone for the horses <laughs> but yeah but i think i think i think your your first answer of wait for armadillo swarm to come save you isn't the worst idea in this setting uh you know like drama wise I feel like once once one of us starts to feel the hurt, the other one would show up, yeah. right? And be so. for like the weirdest fantasy buddy cop vibe, I guess. Maybe I don't know. I feel like I've, we'd we'd have a, a friendly rivalry. I think yeah, between I, think I have, have one big spiky beast and you have a swarm of rounded, scaly beasts. Yeah, because like we are we are similar vibes, but yours is more slated for offense and mine more for defense. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of it's it's got that kind of push and pull. Hmm. Well, uh, I think I think the obvious question that comes out of this is uh, what would you name yours? But you've got a whole swarm to name. Yeah. Do you have a, a naming scheme in mind to keep track of all of them? I, oh. Because I assume you're going to have a personal relationship with every single one of these armadillos. I mean, I would have to if if we are riding out into battle, like we have to have trust in each other and like I like I trust these armadillos with my life and I hope they mm-hmm. would do the same because I I would have to literally and figuratively have their backs and be on their backs. Um so yeah, I I don't know the naming system. I think I just need to adopt whatever Gru did in the Minion movies if he's able to fucking understand like the names of all of those weird little yellow dudes. Like, just if it, if that's just being a really considerate, cool boss, fuck it. I will I will up my interpersonal game, and I will love these damn armadillos. But whatever whatever Gru's got going on, because also he's a really cool character, and I genuinely like him. <laughs> What's your name, Pierce? <sighs> it's really good. I really like it. <laughs> it's a shitty pun, but I really like it. It's fitting. Yeah. 
yeah, I was tempted to go with something a little a little more like Pierce Brosnan, but I think yep. I think the name stands for itself. No, it's good alone. Um, Pierce. Yeah, I, I think the only other low hanging fruit joke for that would be like, no, no, Sonic's a hedgehog, not a porcupine. So, yeah, Pierce it is. I feel like you, you could always do like a spike, spike or uh, needles. You could just be you could just be weird and just call him Nitterino or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good time too. And and this is my steed, Jameson. <laughs> That's a man's name. Yeah, he's gonna still fucking kill you. <laughs> yes. He stole it from his first opponent. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was four questions, eh? Four questions. Nice round selection. Done and done. Um, I got no. I got no reason to kick. I mean, I do have many reasons to kick around. Um, but that would be boring to, to people to listen to us just like you know, not try to entertainingly shoot the shit, but actually just shoot the shit. So uh, I'm good here if you are. Yeah, no, listen, ready to call it a day, uh, start getting ready for true fall right around the corner. Hell yeah, I, I believe I believe in you with your adulting and may hyperwinter never come to pass. Um, but what may come to pass, if you would like, um, if you've got any questions that you that you want to hear on the podcast, also, hey, thanks for listening. It, um, you can send them to lemonanswers at gmail.com. What was that, Connor? Uh, I tuned out, uh, but um, lemonanswers at gmail.com. Send us your questions so that we get to poke at your weird ideas instead of just our own. Yeah. Um, feel free to check us out or send us your own answers on social media. Uh, we have um, TikTok and Instagram. Both are the answer is 11. Uh, there might be a podcast. Facebook and Tumblr incoming. Maybe. Shortly dope um there might be podcast at the end of that i don't think so but i don't remember so um sorry uh, you'll find it but yeah you'll find it. You, if you, you if can you do a web this, search uh, you'll get there feel free to leave us a good review five stars maybe i don't know whatever um yeah tell Ugh. us what you think all that shit uh be really cool but if not i ain't no cop i can't control you maybe just tell a person or an enemy or a stranger i don't give a shit yeah i do give a shit but i'm grateful either way um, Grab yeah. it on a rock, a non-significant rock. Yeah. But yeah, no, thank you for your time and attention. You didn't need to, but you did, and grateful for that. So, uh, love you, bye. Cool. Oh.